Welcome to The Jim Roman Show, where we help you build a better business to build a better life with your host, Jim Roman. What does it take to be successful? Let me say that again. What is what it takes to be successful? In this episode, we're going to be talking about what does it take to build a successful business. It's part of a 90-day series that we're doing right now to help you finish the year off strong. In our last episode, we talked about two of the five drivers, the first driver being why do you do what you do, your purpose and passion, and how important that is to push through the difficult times. And we also talked about the where, your dreams and aspirations, those things that pull you through the tough times. So you have the why that pushes you and the where that pulls you through. So what does your organization need to look like, feel like, and act like to make all of that happen? Well, welcome back to another episode. I'm super excited. We're less than 90 days to the end of the year, and I'm challenging you to push through whatever you're going through. And so hopefully you're going to enjoy this series because I do this time of the year. I'm thinking about what can I do to take my life and my organizations to the next level? And there are three key tools that I typically revisit. Number one is the five drivers. The fivedrivers.com is where you can find that, where I'm thinking about what can I do to build a better business. As part of that, five drivers is the what. That's the vision and mission of your organization, your organizational stability, your culture, uh, your financial stability. And then the last uh, tool that I'm looking at is a process map that we'll revisit in uh, future episodes. So let's jump into today's topic of what does your business need to do culturally, financially, and organizationally to get you to the next level. Before I jump into this, I just want to make a footnote that I believe every person who owns a business should have employees. In fact, I did an episode, I think it was about four or five episodes ago about delegating and why everyone should have an assistant. I highly recommend you check out that episode. In fact, someone shared with me, Jim, I just want to say thank you. I'm going to buy you breakfast. And I'm like, why? Well, I listened to your episode on the topic of everyone should have an employee. And I realized that I should have one myself. And I was like, what do you mean? Well, I've been saving up money uh, to be able to hire an assistant to take over some of the tasks that I don't want to as I slowly transition my business over to the new owners. And in reading your episode, you said everyone should have an employee. And I'm like, what? And I was talking to my wife and she says she agrees. And guess what? I just hired someone and I just want to say thank you for that episode. And I'm like, you're welcome. Why do I believe everyone should have an assistant or have an employee is because you shouldn't build a business alone. And I always talk about the George Carlin way of building a business where he would share in one of his uh, skits where if you want to build a successful business, get yourself an assistant, get your assistant an assistant, get your assistant an assistant's assistant, and so on and so on and so on. And you would be a CEO of assistants. And I didn't get it at the time because I was young, but now I look back and I realize there are things that I don't want to do and there's people out there who love to do it. And so I just want to say a footnote before we go into the what. You should have an assistant. If you have assistants and you have team members, you're going to love this episode because we'll be talking about how to get your people to perform to the next level. In last episode we did last month, we talked about the three levels of leadership and mindset. And that was an employee mindset, a manager's mindset, and a leadership mindset. In this episode, I want to talk about what kind of business you want to build as it relates to your team members. So let's talk about that more specifically. So there are five drivers to a successful business. I mentioned again the why and the where, and today we're talking about the what. And the what breaks down into three sections. What does your business need to look culturally, 
physically and financially. I want to talk about the physical, the organizational stability and structure. Another way of looking at that is from the book Traction. They call it an accountability chart. I would call it an organizational chart. And I would be assessing my people at a red, yellow, green level. What do I mean by that? Well, if you listen to other episodes, we talk about the five functions of a business. Every business has these five functions that make it run. You have function number one, bringing in business. Function number two, hiring and training. Three, getting the work done or operations. Four, admin finance. And number five, creating raving fans beyond the transaction internally as well as externally. And you'll find that those five functions are key to running a successful business. And in getting the work done, you have that operation side of it that you divisionize or departmentalize it into different sections. Ultimately, what we want to be able to do is draw out an organizational chart on what you want your business to look like today, but more importantly, in the future. And then you want to put the people in their positions and then ask yourself, are those people red, yellow, or green? What do I mean by that? Green means they're the best employee you've ever had. They're phenomenal. They're awesome. You don't have to worry about them. And so their green means they're good to go. Yellow means up. Oh, they can go one way or the other. They can go red. They can go green. Maybe they're somewhat new or maybe they're learning and they're in the process. And then red could mean that they're not doing so well. You probably should fire them or they're just not working out in that position. And this is probably one of the best tools you can do if you haven't assessed your organization in a long time to determine the strength of your organization. And I'll give an example of what we did this. Back in the day, we would do a very similar exercise where we would map out an organizational chart for a, a company and assess it on red, yellow, green. I remember working with the Chick-fil-A franchise. We were working with the general manager and the owner. And what we did is we separated the two and had them assess their people separately. So we had the owner assess his people, then we had the general manager assess their people, and then we brought them together to come to find out that they didn't have the same ranks, which was interesting. I remember we were talking about one of the front desk people, one of the uh, counter people, and the general manager said, oh, they're green. And the uh, operations person, general manager said, um, nope, they're red. And so when we asked the owner why he said that person was green, he would say, oh, this, 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 and this. And then the general manager would say, oh, I didn't know that. I would agree with you. They are green. That was interesting. Like, did these two not talk to each other, what we were thinking? So we take the next employee, and then it would be reverse. The general manager would say, this person is green. And the owner would say, oh, they're red. And we talk about it some more, and they flip the switch. They go, oh, that makes sense. I agree. They're both red. And it dawned on me that so often that organizations don't assess their people on a scale of 0 to 10, 10 being the, uh, the best, 0 means they should never have been fired, or in this case, red, yellow, green. And that's why organizations don't go to the next level. They fail to assess their people on an individual basis as well as a team basis. And so what are you doing to map out your organizational chart now and more importantly in the future and then are you assessing your people and some type of ranking system? Well, again, it's zero to 10, red, yellow, green, to determine what's the next step in developing your people. So let's just say for argument's sake that your people are yellow. What do you do with people who are in that middle? Well, if you go back to the episode on the three levels of leadership mindset, we talked about employee mindset. You should have a job description, vision and mission, and KPIs. Do they know that? Do, they, do, do your people have those elements? If they do, then great. Let's look at their management elements. Are they managing themselves? They're managing their time. They're managing their projects. Maybe that's what you need to do. 
Are you having monthly mentoring meetings with them? Maybe that's what you need to do with people in the yellow. In fact, I would argue that doing monthly mentoring meetings with all types of people will make a big difference. And in those monthly mentoring meetings, I would be asking them uh, their personal and professional goals, what challenges are getting in the way of them achieving their KPIs, key performance indicators, and what can you do to support them and encourage them. A great book to read on this topic is Leadership and the One Minute Manager by Ken Blanchard. What I love about this book, it talks about how to manage the four types of people that you have uh, versus trying to treat each employee or team member the same way. So if you want to be a better manager, if you want to get your people to perform, if you want them to go for green, then I highly recommend the book Leadership and the One Minute Manager by Ken Blanchard. It's a great, quick read, very simple, brilliant principles in that book. Say you have somebody who's in the red. Say they're not doing so well. Well, I would first figure out if they're the right hire. Do they belong in that position? Or are they uh, need to go? I would also check to make sure that they understand their roles and responsibilities and job descriptions. We talked a lot about that in the last episode of the three levels of leadership mindset. And I would just make sure that they were given the right tools. I would also check in and see if we had a 30, 60, 90 day reviews with them. So often when people hire somebody, they set them and forget them, which is not good. Whereas I recommend when you hire somebody, you should have a 30, 60, 90 day mentoring session to see how they're doing, to make sure that they have all the tools to be successful. If you did all that and they're not a right fit for the position, maybe putting them in a different position would be best. Or if you already know that they need to go, then they need to go. But ultimately make sure people have the tools to be successful. And then the last level, the green level, the people that are performing, one of the things you don't want to do according to leadership and the one minute manager is neglect them, not pat them on the back, not tell them they're not doing a good job. So often those setting and forgetting employees that are knocking out of the park, we forget to acknowledge them, reward them, appreciate them, and they feel slighted. So if you have anybody on your team right now like that, stop this episode, call them, talk to them, appreciate them. Uh, please, please, please do that. Another thing you can do with them is to get them involved in leadership team meetings, maybe even run part of the leadership team meetings. Maybe this is the person in the future that could become your number two in command. Give them more leadership responsibilities. Ask them their opinions. Get their feedback from them. Give them special projects. Whatever you do, don't just reset them and forget them because they're doing a great job. Appreciate them, reward them, thank them, include them if you really want to take your organization to the next level. So over the next 90-day challenge, what I want you to do to go to the next level, meet and exceed your goals, is to figure out what your business needs to look like culturally, organizationally, and financially. And in this episode, we're talking about organizationally. And your task is, your challenge is to write down an organizational chart. You can read the book The E-Myth by Michael Gerber to learn about this concept or the book Traction, they talk about the accountability chart. Both of those are great tools for you to utilize, but definitely do this. One last thing, food for thought or some encouragement. So when I wrote my org chart originally, it was just me, 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 and one person. And that was very depressing to be totally honest with you. But when I started to think about what do I want my organization to ultimately look like, for example, I want a speaking division, I have a training division, and I have a coaching division, I started getting excited and say, well, how can I build up my speaking business? How can I build up my training business? How can I build up my coaching business? 
And I got to tell you, it's almost like I had new life. It's like my mind expanded because I wasn't looking at my current circumstances. I was looking at my future. And that future encouraged me and inspired me. I believe that most people get into business and they don't think about the future because they're too worried about the present. And the present is keeping them down. And that's my challenge to you today, is I want you to think bigger. If you're going to see over the next set of episodes as we finish up the years, I'm going to be super passionate because I believe you can meet and exceed your goals no matter where you are. I can tell you story after story, and I've been behind on my goals, and I went back to my why and my where and my what. I was able to go to the next level. I may not get past my goals, but I'm one step closer to my goals. Now I tend to exceed my goals because I never forget about the five drivers. And again, feel free to download a copy of The Five Drivers at thefivedrivers.com. That includes a complimentary coaching session. It's only $27. You get a coaching session. It's worth $27. The Five Drivers is worth $27. But knowing your purpose and passion is priceless. You can't put money on that. So what do you want your organization to look like now, but more importantly in the future? Because the bigger your business becomes, the bigger the impact you can make in life. And I believe that is why you're in business. I think why we run our businesses is because ultimately at some point we hope to make a bigger impact and I believe you can do that. It just starts with figuring out what drives you. Thank you so much for listening today. For more information, visit my website at jimromanonline.com or follow me on Facebook and LinkedIn at jimromanonline.com and you can email me at questions at askjimroman.com.